What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? We're back for another motherfucking edition of Binge. I know, we're not canceled yet. I'm surprised, too. Like, I'm just as surprised as all of you. We're still here. We're still kicking. We're still fucking around. I don't know, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> my guest today is actually my best friend in the whole world, Miss Laura Cook. What's up, dude? Hey, idiots. <laughs> I was at the bar the other day, and uh, you were walking in. I go, what's up, slut? Like, I screamed it across the bar. <laughs> and someone stopped and looked at me, and a guy, I just looked at him, like, made eye contact. I was like, fuck you. We have our love language, and you have yours. Okay? Don't judge me. That's correct. I've seen a bar, <laughs> bar full of people, like, see me just yell, later, idiot, to you. And you're just like, yeah, I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's always confusion. But not as much on drunks, because they're just kind of like, I probably misheard it. <laughs> but uh you are a fellow local comedian you're also uh, a scholar of sorts yeah you study you study in that that dead language that latin oh I, i'm done studying that i yeah. took all the classes that are available to take with that shit i'm i don't keep focusing up with on my history friends. now i don't keep up with my friends at all they're just i'm like so how's that job you've been working dude i quit that job like two years ago oh right. i guess i'll just go fuck myself uh, but today we are talking about crazy ex-girlfriend. Is that right? That's right. Have you ever been a crazy ex-girlfriend? Be honest. Probably in college. College, yeah. When you're like yeah. when I was when I was age appropriate for college, right? And I was actually in it. Now I'm just like the old bitch with the weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the girl with the hair with the hair. That's yeah. You get mistaken for uh, Jessica Herman just all the fucking time, right? Yeah, except she's been blonde for quite a while now. Yeah, I feel like they're not keeping up with her if they think that they're still confusing you two. I know. Like, I get that we're both like big titty bad bitches, but like, <laughs> that's kind of the only thing we've got going. Right. Well, all right. So, I mean, but with, when, with being the crazy ex girlfriend in reality, it's really not that hard to be. Because guys are always just kind of like, no, that bitch is crazy. That's why this didn't mm -hmm. work out. It's nothing to do with me. But in the show, apparently, like, she really is fucking crazy. She, well, as they say a lot in the show, um, crazy is a pe pejorative term. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, f in the show, eventually, she gets diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Right. She does have mental health issues. And the great thing about the show is that it brings a lot of tolerance and acceptance to those things right because i uh, we've talked about this you know uh, like at the bar or anything like that to where like you know we kind of wish that mental illness was more socially acceptable as a topic of conversation because then you know it destigmatizes a lot of things that are related to it and uh the the i haven't actually seen the whole show mind you crazy ex-girlfriend but the parts that i have seen have been really fucking funny. Yeah. Did you peg me for the kind of person who's like super into musicals? Because <laughs> I am. If I didn't know you, no, I wouldn't peg you for that. But right. knowing you and the ridiculous possum loving person that you are, yes, I completely know all about your obsession with musicals and whatnot. And Dude. country music, oddly enough, uh, for those of you out there in listening land, uh, Patsy Cline, Dolly Parton. These are these are just a couple of things that I've sat in your car and listened to back when I didn't even have a car. Yeah, I was real nice. I didn't put on Alan Jackson for you. Or nothing. <laughs> I would have boot scoot boogied out of your fucking car. Uh, yeah. Was that him? Was that him? I don't even remember. Uh, 
But no, with the show, though, I, I feel like any show that really kind of looks at mental illness beyond the stereotypical ways is always cool in my book. And this one definitely did. Absolutely. Well, and for those of you that don't know, even know the show or anything, this is a show about a girl like it. And you can correct me anytime that I'm wrong, because I probably will be. I smoked before this. Uh, <laughs> I can just do it. Yeah, go for it. That's even better. Yeah, good. Because I can smoke some more. <laughs> Essentially, it stars a character named Rebecca Bunch. She's a lawyer in Manhattan. And she's she went... pretty cute. Oh, yeah. Them jugs. Them j- <laughs> there are lots of other wonderful things about her as well, but right. they're very prominent throughout the show, it's which a, I They're appreciate. prominent jugs. I feel like that was maybe a, a first draft of the name of the show. Prominent jugs. Prominent jugs. Yeah. But I then there's Ample Bosom. Ample Bosom also, but they got sued by a porno mag, but it's okay. Besi- <laughs> besides the jugs. <laughs> I know, no, it's you hard to the, move away from no, this. No, we, we, we changed the name of the show. It's no longer Binge. Now it's just Jugs, Jugs. with a Z. It's Jugs very, with Terrell Norton. It's very classy. Like <laughs> Most people go, you do. Well, people go bird watching and I go tit watching. You know what I mean? I just sit there. I can't back that up. That's my, a kind of bird. My girlfriend would kick me in the nuts if I just didn't clarify that I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I can just do that for her. Oh, I'm sure she would be totally fine with you doing it for her. Anyway, uh, so, so she, she's prominent a lawyer. Prominent lawyer. She's about to make partner her law firm. Right. Um, you know, she went to Yale Law, Harvard undergrad. Oh, fancy lawyer. Comes from a rich Jewish family. Okay. As she's about to get made partner, she runs into a guy that she, like, did the downstairs boogie with at, like, summer camp when she was what, a like teenager. like, they rubbed, like, bathing suit parts? They did. Gross. I believe <laughs> it might have been her first sexual encounter perhaps ah. she runs into him on the street uh-huh. and he talks about how he's just getting ready to move back to his hometown of west covina california okay and that's kind of when her first mental breakdown starts right okay where she ends up immediately um turning down the partnership and moving to west covina because of this guy moving there well, there were lots of signs pointing for her to do that, like literal signs. Oh, okay. Like at one point, <laughs> like like a sign falls down from a building that points directly at him. And okay. there's also like a very, very specific butter commercial she keeps seeing. It's butter commercial. Yeah, they're really weird butter. It's not the one with Fabio, is it? That one no, that's me. a no. It's a fictional butter commercial okay. because this is okay. a fictional story. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes reality and my shows, they just kind of blur themselves together. You know, it's fine. This is reality, Terrell. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh-huh. Okay, because I've been binging this one for a little while, and it sucks. Sorry. <laughs> the storyline's terrible. I like the characters, though. Yeah, I'm a great supporting actress. Yeah. <laughs> Award-winning. but And so uh, the musical part is, is almost essentially like right off the bat that it's just kind of like they just have all these funny songs and things like that. They're fucking hilarious. The girl who plays Rebecca Bunch is actually Rachel Bloom, who wrote most of the show. Oh, okay, 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 perfect. She is fucking hilarious every... Well, and she, like, looked... There are some actors that you'll watch in musical episodes that they kind of take you out of it a little bit because you can kind of see their facial expressions being like, remember the steps... 
you know, I'm trying to nail this note or whatever. And with her, she just kind of seemed really natural in that element. Is she normally like um, a musical? Everyone, actress? everyone on the cast is like a professional, okay. like singer dancer. Mostly, almost mostly. everyone. It's really, it's really them singing and doing the dances. What Except for be... there are very obvious parts where you can tell they're like not filming their head because it's somebody else right. doing something insane, but. <laughs> What would be probably one of your more favorite songs from the show? Ooh, geez, there's quite a few good ones. Oh, I yeah, no, I, think I, one I of looked my up a few. That was the one I more looked up, not necessarily like the actual show itself, but more the the musical right. numbers. No, they're fantastic. Let's see, one of my favorites is probably um, it's called "Let's Have Intercourse." Okay, pretty self-explanatory as to what it's about, but <laughs> well, she gets trapped in an elevator with her douchebag new boss. Oof, that's but never there's good. also like weird sexual tension between them. Oh, that and sexual that... tension between two people that hate each other. Oh yeah, I, you've definitely had that in mm-hmm. your life. I know, like it's a confusing time. But it's from the it's from her boss's point of view, and like the first line is, "Unfortunately, I want to have sex with you." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's yep. Been there. I don't know what happened. Maybe you lost some weight. Like, <laughs> he's I've just definitely super been hateful. that guy that you're just kind of sitting there looking at the at that girl that you work with, or that you know is a regular where you work or something like that, and you go, "I don't know why, but I have to fuck you." It, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. Another line from that is, let's get this over with so I can focus <laughs> on other tasks. <laughs> it really does ruin your day sometimes. Don't it be like that? It'd be like that sometimes. Go to horny jail. Go to <laughs> Terrell, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to fuck mountain. That happened. Oh, yeah. That happened. And then I copy pasted it two years later and yep. it sent to several people. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Williams. Right. Well, and I just love, too, that the explanation was, oh, that was a text from Terrell. No follow-up questions. Yeah, no. everybody was like, oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, cool. I used to hoe. I don't hoe no more. But, uh, <laughs> but with this one, though, like with the story and everything, does it kind of more talk, like does it get a little bit more real as far as the mental health aspect of things? Like, honey, you need to realize that you're losing your fucking mind right now. Oh, well, she ends up making some very, very good personal connections, some uh-huh. like truly incredible friends. Like she's an absolute train wreck most of the time. <laughs> Aren't we all? And yet these people love her. Right. She loves them, too. And they understand that her mental illness is what's causing some of the issues. Right. Which I mean. So it's really nice to see that support system played out. For sure. Also with music, but right. <laughs> it turns also out towards the songs. towards the end, she's not. You know, obviously the musical numbers aren't really happening, right? And that she just imagines those scenarios in her head. Oh, okay. And that's kind of how she figures out that she she knew she didn't want to be a lawyer. That was just something she got forced into with her her mother being very um adamant about that. Right. Okay. So she didn't even want to do all the really fucking great shit she was doing before. So the move was kind of like cry for help type yeah, shit. Well, she still she still got a job at a law firm the moment she got there. Right. Okay. But they were all just like, why the fuck would you want to work here? Like, right. they almost made you junior partner and, you know, Ivy League all the way. Well, fair enough. Okay. 
But so when she gets there, she's got the job and everything like that. And so does she start meeting new people or is it like she's already been friends with these people? Well, she's meeting new people at work. She doesn't tell Josh that she moved there. She sends him a text. Yeah. And she's oh, just that'll like, solve everything. Well, yeah, she was like, message. well, she's like, hey, I'm in West Covina. Like, holler if you want to hang out, you know? Right. And she ends up, she ends up at this really terrible bar, which is the, it's kind of like the center of the, of the city of like West Covina for these people. It's oh, okay. called Home Base, which and essentially it's, it's a little like, on the nose. <laughs> yeah, but it's a. Uh, it's a place where people go to, like, watch their children's baseball games. Like, there's a baseball diamond out there for Little League. Holy shit. And then inside is, like, a sports bar and a restaurant. <laughs> it's just, like, a lot of people's, like, parents getting drunk while they're playing baseball. Wow. It's I... very irresponsible. Oh, yeah. It's, like, I love this idea and hate the probability of bad shit happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, working at a bar. So, uh-huh. <laughs> but like with we the show that. or what, when, when have you binged it a few times now or just a yeah, one? Or, yeah, quite a few. Is it, would it be safe to say that it's kind of one of your like safety shows for like anxious days and things like that? I don't know because the music kind of makes me want to like sing a lot <laughs> and I really don't want to disturb my neighbor, like my roommate's deaf, so I don't give a shit. But <laughs> right, <laughs> no, I've had conversations with her. It's yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely a more than once what girl, you know? She what? Say what? She goes, say it again. <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> it's not really a question either. Say it again. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> no, the last time I had a um, gentleman caller over, I had to be like, listen, my roommate's deaf as fuck. Like it's all good. <laughs> you don't have to worry about a thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, he seemed a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so in the show, I mean, is she uh like completely smitten with this dude the whole time or is it like Oh, shit gets wild. Um Yeah. Well, and I mean, she we finds are out about immediately. A, a musical, so yeah, it's probably got some plot points. <laughs> well, she finds out immediately that he is back with his like high school girlfriend who oh, wow. is a total fucking smoke show hottie and <laughs> nice. a yoga instructor. Of course. You can bounce a quarter off those yoga instructors' asses. Oh, my God. No, she seriously is gorgeous, but she's like a really shallow bitch. <laughs> and she's really controlling of Josh. You end up in, you end up loving her, too. Of but, course. <clears throat> I hate when that happens. I'm supposed to hate but you, another but one nice. of the <laughs> best songs in this is probably when she decides to take Valencia's yoga class. Oh, shit. Her name is Valencia? Well, no. Her name was Maria, but then she didn't feel like a Maria, so she changed it to Valencia after her grandmother's maiden name, and it was a whole thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks. Hate it. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you might. Well, so she takes the class. She's taking the yoga class and then, you know, has one of her musical flashbacks where the instructor just singing about how much better she is than her. Oh, wow. Yeah, like at one point she's just like, I come vaginally. And she's just like, my father didn't leave me. (laughs) Fucking show off. Burn. (laughs) Tara, what would you do if you saw your dad again? 25 to life? Um, We've been there. (laughs) But like, so whenever, uh, you know, the musical, musical numbers kick in and everything like that, it's all in her head and she's just, and so other characters are singing with her though, right? 
Yes. Okay. And they go full dance number and everything? Yeah, like it's... And there are obvious spoofs of different musicals and right. obvious spoofs of different, like, artists. Okay. There's one about how she is really impressive when she meets, like, somebody she's dating's parents. Oh, and okay, And it's yeah. very much a Nicki Minaj spoof. <laughs> well, it, I feel like, yeah, between I've got a fat ass and I'll fuck your boyfriend, I'm sure Nicki Minaj has some, like, I'll, when I meet your parents... I'm knocking this out of the ballpark. I'm nailing it. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I present proper like a TED talker. (laughs) But like, so, uh, but as far as like the crowd that it's for, what would you say that it's like, did they try and like nerds, just nerds? Okay. Like musical nerds. Not just that. Just like fucking nerds. I don't know. Like (laughs) fucking nerds. Well, the if other, they're listening to this show, they've think, definitely like, got some nerd in them. I think the only other person I know that we know who's like super into it is Ryan Green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was trying to remember so, like, who was saying something about it before that made me look into it in the first place. See, because like we're nerds, but we're like, I don't know, we're not like at first glance nerds, I think. No, at first glance, I look like a motorcycle mechanic or just a, a general scumbag. It's literally on your jacket there. There's a right patch. Right here. Yeah, I have a patch that literally just has it as my name is scumbag. I've got to redo my whole vest, man. I had an unknown Henson back patch. I've got to rip that shit off and Oof. replace it with Dolly Parton. <laughs> I've already got the Dolly. Like It's just a matter of me wanting to sew it back on. And, Dude, when I got my uh, uh, my COVID shot, I was like, I felt like crap the next day, like absolute garbage. And then I was like, wait, what vaccine did I get? And I looked and it was Pfizer. And I said, of course. Because Dolly Parton would never do me like this. Oh, I've heard people with Moderna are getting worse side effects. I don't know. <gasps> Dolly, you let me down. I don't, feel let down don't by Dolly. Don't say that again. <laughs> the fuck How is wrong with you? How fucking dare you? She's a fucking curve. <laughs> we a are curve blessed to live goddess. in the same time period as she lives. Right, and I feel like she's gonna live forever. That's not gonna be a good day. No, like at the end of the world, it's just going to be Betty White, Dolly Parton, and Keith Richards just like roaming <laughs> the plains. <laughs> oh my god! Well, and I mean, ugh. Dolly has done no wrong in my eyes. I just I can't help it. It's just she's just a goddess. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but she has not made any cameos that you know of on this show. That's not a thing. No, no, there's no. I've seen no celebrity cameos on the show. <sighs> trying to make the sale if dolly parton was on it it's 100 percent sale it doesn't matter it's just so good and you <laughs> it's like a parks and recreation feel in the way that like you feel like an emotional connection to the characters oh okay why you gotta bring up parks and rec i love that show because i cry <laughs> at that show that's more of a comfort show as i said oh yeah know. that one's definitely leave it on after like my mom's day. like why are you crying i'm like because of a fictional horse died like it's right. fine because <laughs> a fictional big dick little pony died okay and genuine started singing and i couldn't help it i started crying i know every time i hear my pony oh my god <laughs> Wrong show. Back on track. Oh God, I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> but like, no. uh, if you had to, if you had to put it like an order of comfort level, is it like, let's say, Parks and Rec is like a ten. It's a super comforting show. Oh, that is soothing, man. And then it's like, and then you got like The Sopranos, which is like just not comforting at all. 
You'd watch it one time and then it's just we're done. We, we never I have to watch it again. I didn't see it. It didn't look comforting. Like where would you gauge this show? Like one to ten. It's definitely close to like a comfort show. It's up. So maybe like an eight. You, it still makes you feel good, but then feelings. Oh, do I yeah. have to? You have so many more I feelings have... than any motherfucker I've ever met. <laughs> well, it's I've it's seen fucking, them. It's Brittany's fault and my kid because they're making me feel shit, and then my brother and his fucking daughter making me feel shit. This is both. I hate it. All these fucking feelings get thrown around. I cried the other day for apparently no reason and was told it was healthy. It is. I don't know what's going on. It's awesome. And I, it's it's shit all at the same time. It's okay to accept it. I'm accepting it because it's good things are happening as well. And I'm like, is it because of the feelings is that from em- the statistics? Is that emotional maturity coming I from you? I think so. Fucking gross, bro. I don't like it. It just started happening. I'm, I turn 33 next week and I'm exhausted. Yeah, I know. It's I don't like it. I'm feeling things towards like. Do you know what you're doing for your birthday? Because I do. You know what I'm doing for my birthday? Oh, because yes, Brittany dummy. told you that we're going. I'm getting tattooed. Yes, we know. And I'm getting. Because uh, I was also there when you made the appointment. Yeah, and then I'm going to the movies with my old lady, and then we're mm-hmm. going to dinner, and then a bar. I think. Yep. Cool. Yeah, because I know you and my where old you're lady... getting dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, because you and my I old might lady be are coming. Actually... Yeah. Well, because you and my old lady are, uh, are are BFFs. You guys talk pretty much as much as we do, if not more than we do. Oh, I tell her the gross stuff that would make you f- puke, I think. You're right. Ah, my bones! But, uh... Except then she tries to like reciprocate, and then she's like, pretend this is not peril <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, no, and uh, I was telling my... I'm actually just going to tell everyone something that uh, is going to make her uncomfortable, because it really makes me laugh, and it makes me look good. So does it? <laughs> this story does, yeah. So in the middle of, uh, we'll go with coitus. We're sitting there, and uh, she kind of looks at me and goes, "Ugh, it's like getting fucked by a Viking." And I have never felt manlier in my entire fucking life. Like I had, I in the middle, just kind of had my hands up in a victory pose while still thrusting. <laughs> I, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me I had the smoothest legs they've ever felt. Nice. Well, they caught me right on, like, it was just, like, a few hours after I'd, like, exfoliated and, like, cocoa buttered myself. Yeah. (laughs) Nowadays, like, if I'm getting some, I, like, don't expect to be. So, like, I have, like, I have, like, two-day legs. (laughs) There you go. You know, like, I shaved the day before, but, like, you know, I had to get up early to do something stupid like eat nachos with your girlfriend or something right (laughs) why are you setting an alarm i gotta eat nachos tomorrow all right it's on the fucking calendar (laughs) it's true but like uh was when this show like aired and everything how did it do in that department as far as like the risque topics and whatnot like obviously they talk about mental health and whatnot Mm -hmm. but is it like a sexual show there's lots of sex, and there's even a song about period sex. Perfect. Period sex. I'm telling so you, gross. I, I will, it. I will die on this hill. If you're a grown man having sex and you have a problem with having sex with your girlfriend while she's on her period, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're a child. Hmm. I, I stand by that because if she's into the idea and wants it to happen, if your only complaint is "ew, blood," grow the fuck up. There's a shower. There's like. 
baby wipes. There's all manner of things to towels. keep you. And towels. I already need those because, you know, stuff. But Fuck off, <laughs> But honestly, seriously, get the fuck over yourself and, and fuck your bloody lady. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Like, I'm always DTF unless, like, I don't know if the crampies are too bad, like, well, just hold I've never, me while yeah. I watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really met any women that had a problem with period sex, really. Um, I had a couple that they were kind of neat freaks, and that was really the only issue they had. But with guys, it's always just kind of like, ew, that's gross, bro. I'm like, see, this is your problem. This is why people hate you, is because you're a child. I love pussy in all of its cycles, <laughs> including the moon cycle. Right? You love the moon, love vaginas. Fuck you, people. Uh, there's the T-shirt. We got it right there. Are you sure? That seems a little bit long-winded. Well, to be fair, I've written like eight or nine. To be fair. To be fair. I've definitely written eight this or nine T-shirts. This is the wrong show again. We don't really stick with one show on any of these episodes, honestly. Oh, good. I thought it was a weirdo. No, not a, and for some reason, I actually have listeners that don't know me and apparently enjoy the show. And I'm like, cool, we'll see about changing that. Like, trust me, my personality will come out at some point. Oh, they won't like you once they meet you. <laughs> yeah, once they meet me, they'll be like, oh, I feel so bad for listening to I that show. I hate you, and I'm yeah. your best friend. <laughs> I hate me, and I am me. So Yeah, well, that's easy. That's so easy. I stopped hating myself recently. I ha- Really? Dude, I'm working on it. I channel all of the hatred that I have for <laughs> myself just straight into hating Mitch McConnell. There you go. That fucking, works. That fucking toad looking motherfucker. No, it's like if a turtle was also a ball sack. Yeah. I think. He's like if a bullfrog and a turtle like got the ooze from Ninja Turtles poured on them. But then whenever they were growing up, then they just got fucked by Hitler and got all of that hate in them. Elderly mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Elderly mm. mutant racist Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. We, I. <sighs> Elderly kind of like insinuates racism yeah you really yeah it's one of those like if you meet an old person that isn't racist you're kind of like oh look at you you snowflake just one of a kind well they have (laughs) to be you know like in their 80s at this point like right i've got homies in my in their 60s and i'm not worried that they're like right and that's the fuck them i can't wait for them all to die off it's gonna be great jesus fuck them i don't give a shit I was watching The Amazing Race with my great aunt once, and there was like a gay couple on it, and she was like, I can't believe they let the homosexuals on the TV. <laughs> and I didn't know what to say, and my sister was just like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, she's like, what are we going to do? She's going to die in like five years. Right. Like, Might as well just let her. Like, she's not changing her mind at this point. R.I.P. Auntie. Eh, she's, eh, she's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, like, and that's with McConnell, with, you know, fucking Ola uh, uh, Cheney. He's still fucking alive somehow. God. We fucking finally got one knocked off. Old Prince Philip is dead. That's cool. But that's another country, and that doesn't help us any. So, but it anytime. Does in little ways. We, well, but anytime a white Republican dies, little... an, an angel gets its wings. You know, like, it's, it's good times all around. Glad <laughs> to hear it. But like, uh, what about that? Speaking of old people, this show's sexual, like we were saying. (laughs) Well, and what I was going to say, too, is that it's like, so they talk about sex. Do they talk about the politics at all? Any kind of like, you know, racial issues or sexuality issues or. Um, 
Actually, yeah, Rebecca's boss in the new law firm in West Covina. Yeah. Um suddenly realizes that he has feelings for a man, which is a guy called White Josh, because he looks like Josh, but he's white. Okay. <laughs> so does that is that does he keep that name or is that No, like that's just that's just what they've always called him forever. Is okay. just White Josh. <laughs> okay. And he has these conflicting feelings about like wait, what's going on? I'm not gay, you know, like I was married to a woman, like I have a daughter, I'm still attracted to women and Right. He goes to this like fucking Zumba class or some shit at the <laughs> gym and everybody's stretching and he like can't tell like whose butt to stare at. And that's kind of when he realizes that he's bi. There you go. The so plight then, of bisexuals like right. which, which one? butt? <laughs> I can't <laughs> Well, it's more of like a fluidity, you know, thing, so it's kind of like, well, Tuesday I stared at that butt, so today I'll go ahead and stare at this butt. We'll just do it that way. <laughs> So then he has a whole musical number about being bi. About being bi. Well, mm-hmm. they did one on uh, Big it's Mouth as well. called Getting Bi. Oh, I love wordplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you sounded so mad. I did because it's it's one of my closeted nerd things that I'm just kind of like, I love wordplay. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. Scrabble and Boggle and Words with Friends, R.I.P. But you're so stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I've told people all the time that I'm like, I'm just smart enough to know that I'm an idiot. Like that's. <laughs> I don't actually believe that. No matter how many times I call you an idiot. No, I swear to God, I'm just like I'm. I'm just smart enough to know how little I know about the universe. To like the, how little I oh, know. None of us know shit. Dude. Exactly, like, but like the people that are dumb enough to believe that they know a shitload are the ones that I get stuck in arguments with. That I'm like, I can't even explain to you why you're a moron. Fuck. Like it's it's insanity to me because there's a level that you hit that you're just kind of like there's a level of intelligence you have to reach in order for realization to kick in. Otherwise, you're just stuck with republicanism. (laughs) And, you know, like hate. You've got hate in your heart. Just let it out. Mm. But like. (laughs) But so whenever he's dealing with the whole uh, bisexuality angle, does it come to like, you know an apex of of the story like does he go for it um yeah he and white josh end up being in love for quite a while it's Aww. it's real cute oh that's awesome we're very we're very pro that decision on this show <laughs> oh yeah like but literally I, nobody gave a shit they were like okay can perfect. you stop talking about it constantly great yeah. we don't care who you're fucking well so i've brought it up in past episodes and so it's it's only right that i bring it up on this one i have a problem with shows that after a character is pronounced like you know gay or bi or any of those things after that they've now changed the character to you know they are no longer a character who is gay they are now gay character mm-hmm. you know and they have this this weird thing they do with writing that everything that they run into, they, you know, the the reaction is always like stereotypical for whatever group they are in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Does this show do that at all? Like, no, it's not. There aren't really any stereotypes except for Jewish ones. Okay. But the main character is Jewish. Right. Mother is Jewish. Her arch rival is Jewish. Well, nobody really makes fun of Jewish people quite like Jewish people. Exactly. They're very gifted in that respect. And I don't mean to generalize, but let's be real here. That's one that's pretty spot on. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) 
But like, but you know what I mean, though, as far as like, you know, if the character just all of a sudden, even like first episodes or anything like that, that it's like a character played by a black actor is no longer that it is a black character. You know what I mean? And every Mm -hmm. storyline deals specifically in that every line, it seems like that they write specifically for that character has to fall under that stereotype. Like it really bugs me. Yeah, I feel yeah. Yeah, there's there's only really um there's only really Jewish stereotypes that I Okay. see. But it's it was you said she's the creator of the show too, right? The writer, the yes. Okay, right on. I'm going to hit my giggle bush some more. Of course you are. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Terrell, are you high?" I was like, "Am I awake?" Then yeah, probably. <laughs> But like with the show, though, you said you when did this come out? Oh, Jesus. 2015. <sighs> oh, OK, because, yeah, you said you binged it a couple times, a few times. Yeah, um, it originally premiered on the CW and I never saw it. Oh, OK. And apparently it was they wanted to keep it going longer, but it was like a super money suck for the network. Oh, really? Which there are like constant references to in the show. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I love fourth wall breaks. They they make me pretty happy. Now, there's a particular like musical number where she directly addresses this video ate up our production budget. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, Seth MacFarlane in one of the uh, Star Wars, uh, you know, uh, parodies that he did. It was like he's doing the scroll. Oh, it's the third one because he was like, we didn't even want to make this one. The studios made us. They said. No, we're not doing it when I wanted to do just Star Wars. And then after that came out and they saw money, now we got to do this fucking third one. And then in the scroll, he had an animated elephant dance across the screen. He goes, screen, and he just goes, you see that? Cost us $5,000. Ate up all that budget just for that stupid little elephant. Why? Because we can. And it made me happy. (laughs) Why is your mustache so goddamn pointy? Dude, I don't know. I didn't do anything to it today. I just like I've been sitting at my desk watching fucking shows and whatnot and getting stoned. You look like a Muppets uncle. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but with the the show, does it get like any kind of darker than her realizing she's going crazy, or is it that's pretty much the darkest it gets? I mean, there's some dark periods, like when she. Oh, like she goes to jail for a little bit. Been there. Because she um, she has a stalker that she had to push off a roof because he was trying to stab the guy that she used to date. Okay. Not Jesus. Josh, her creepy, her creepy boss guy. Okay. Who, like, yeah, after her fiancé broke things off with her, she decided to uh, fuck him because he's evil, which is another great... Fuck him because he's evil. Is that the name of a song? No. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I feel like I've listened to punk bands that had a song similar. <laughs> no, she knows that he wants to bone her real bad. And she's right. like, well, I do too, but maybe I can use this to my advantage. So she's like, ruin Josh's life and I'll let you, you know, put your ding dong in my tingle tangle or whatever. <laughs> I'll let you do gross shit. <laughs> and... My favorite was always, I'm going to smoke some of this giggle bush, and then I'm going to go see about putting my lap rocket into a puddle pocket. Yeah, you've said that a lot. Yeah. 
I'm really glad I quit drinking. <laughs> I used I to pref- say it a I lot preferred, more. I preferred fuck mountain, dude. Fuck mountain. I had quite a few and they weren't exact. I don't know why I kept coming up with them. It's not like I needed code words. The puddle one was the, my least favorite, <laughs> which is, I think, why you used it so fucking Oh, yeah. Much. It really made a lot of people uncomfortable and I really enjoyed riding that high. So <laughs> you sure did. Like, I love laughs and everything, but groans get me through the week, you know? Boy, I do not miss your like twelve year long hoe phase. Dude, me neither. Lot Ugh. of lot of lot of bad shit happened in that time. Yeah, like people kept assuming I was fucking you. That was gross. That was weird. That Ugh. was definitely weird. Because it was worse whenever you tell them no and they don't believe you. It's like I really don't want to have to keep fighting about this. <laughs> it's like, oh, are you taking Terrell home? I'm like. Yeah, we're going to get real high. his home because he's a scumbag with no car. Like, Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird the first time you drove me somewhere. Right? Because you kind of stopped and you go, hey, Terrell. Like, you turned down the music to go, how long has it been since you drove a car? (laughs) I was like, I don't know, like three years. You're like, fuck. And then you just turn the music back up. (laughs) But, like, yeah, like. We were talking about it earlier, like when we met up at the studio and everything, I was telling you, I was like, man, things are actually going well. Like my life's not in shambles or anything, you know? Uh, Yet. Yeah. Oh, I think that every day. I'm like any minute now. Oh, God. (laughs) I have that same fucking mindset. Anytime things are going well, I'm just kind of like, for now. Did you just pull a fucking hard seltzer out of your bag? Yes, I brought a them. second one. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Should I have only had one? Is there a limit? No, not at all. This is fucking. This I is... have been in school all day. <laughs> I had to write a paper about bombings. Ew, that'll take it out of you. Yeah. You know who was almost just as bad as the Nazis? Us. <laughs> <laughs> we as people. Yeah. No, I know about it. <laughs> no, n- napalm you. Yeah. It's really weird when you realize that you can make that with household objects. You know, it's fun stuff. Fun and stuff. yet they had to develop it at MIT. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I believe it was Harvard, actually. Oh, I don't know. I pushed it out of my brain. Academia is turning my brain into fucking idiot mush, and I just spew out fucking $5 million words. Nothing will hate you, will make you hate humanity more than learning about humanity. I'm just so glad to be here with a hard seltzer and. Talking about dicks and shit. Right here, I'll cheer. I'll cheers you with my giggle bush here. Fuck code switching. Woo. Toast. Cheers. There we go. Ooh, I haven't had this flavor yet. <clears throat> I've definitely had this flavor all day. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gorilla Glue number four, man. That's my shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> For anyone out there listening that's collecting tarot trivia, I don't know. I don't know why I said it. Fuck it. I. I I make this shit up as I go along. Let's be real here. This is a very loose format. Uh, <laughs> we should play uh, binge bingo with the people that listen to this fucking podcast. Anytime I am unprofessional, that's a square. Uh, anytime I say this So that's is, immediate blackout. That's just immediate. Like, wow, that's like four times. Uh, bingo. Uh, <laughs> but like, what are the... Because from what I've seen for the show, there's not a whole lot of like big names on the show. No, not really. This is kind of all of their big thing. You know like who the, does make a small appearance in it? Who? She's on there for five seconds. The lady who plays Janet on The Good Place. No shit. Yeah, she's like I love Janet. there for five seconds. Not and I'm like, a girl. no, Janet, come <laughs> back. You're so hot. 
the things I would, I don't know if like I would do to Janet or I would let Janet do to me. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like I could be a switch for her. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> I think it was uh, Jimmy Carr. His was, I'm not saying I would fuck her. What I am saying is I would crawl across a mile of broken glass to suck the last dick that fucked her just to taste it. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> it's that's honestly, graphic. Oh, yeah. It's honestly one of my favorite things, <laughs> like, just in my life that I've heard. It, it's fantastic. When's uh, when are you doing another show? When are you doing another fucking comedy show? Another uh, comedian? Oh Jesus! Um, Saturday at the Hampton Inn and Suites downtown. Well, this is gonna air next week, so yeah, nobody cares about this one anymore. Yes, well, yeah, it's like twenty dollars, and there's like some catering and oh, so it's not like a like a just a bringer show or anything. This is like you no, got booked like for it. I'm not bringing shit to this. <laughs> It's a Evan I'm Hughes. bringing a can-do attitude. That's what I'm doing. Evan Hughes booked me on it. I literally know no one except for Peter Bedgood. <laughs> well, that's so, a good fucking start. And Bedgood is good at meeting people. Get him a couple of shots and you're off to the races. I don't know. He might be on mushrooms again. We'll see. That's always a good time. Oh, was it? <laughs> the last time he like went over his time by like 15 minutes. Jesus. It was so wild. Like I've definitely been at those Bedgood shows, too. I love them. They're my favorites. <laughs> I love Bedgood. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> but like I love I also want to bring up I love Evan's booking style for comedy shows because it's like, all right, Evan, you're going to book this show within 20 minutes. He'll meet someone at a bar that's like, hey, you made me laugh a couple times. You want to try comedy? Come on. It'll be fun. <laughs> I don't think he even says, come on. He's just like, you're going to do this. And they're like, okay. It's a weird hypnosis thing that he does. He's so fucking nice. He's the Prince of Downtown Tulsa. I, I uh, elevated him from just Prince of Tulsa comedy. No, all of Downtown Tulsa. Evan's the Prince of it. You're probably not incorrect about that. Oh, yeah, because it's a weird thing because you just get done talking with them and you're like, what did I just agree to do? I, I feel like I just agreed to do a show. No, I still have no idea what I agreed to do. He was talking <laughs> about how there was some kind of like panel component of it. And I was just like, dude, what? Because, Fucking absolutely. Sign me up. Well, it was in the <laughs> middle of like a crowded bar on like a Sunday evening. Right. Where it's a regular's birthday party was happening. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there were just, like, cheeseburgers flying through the air. And Wait, are you sure this wasn't a dream you had? No, the birthday boy, <laughs> like, Uber eats, like, a giant-ass bag of McDoubles and was just, like, throwing them at people. This I, this is my dream. No, Not I, the, I don't want to be the guy giving the out the burgers. I want to be, like, one of the people that it's like, I just showed up here. Oh, my God, burgers? Hell, yeah, I'll have one. Well, I knew it was his birthday party, but I forgot. And then I was like, oh, yeah, happy birthday, homie. Like, <laughs> well, no, but with Heaven Hughes, like uh, if you're listening and you haven't listened to his episode, we talked about uh, Queen's Gambit mm -hmm. and he let slip that he doesn't have a TV at his home. I don't either. That what is wrong with you people? Well, I live in a smart What do girl you house. point your furniture at? The hearth. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Oh, no. Are you dead? I'm dead. I don't even understand. I can. I tried being without a TV for a while when I was when I was broke and hoeing 
And uh, Broken Hoen. Broken Hoen, the Terrell Norton sort of. No, it sounds like Croatoan. <laughs> Croatoan. <laughs> I don't crow no more. <laughs> but like, I tried to not have a TV for a while. Dude, I straight up was looking into how to sell plasma in order to get money to get a TV, even if it was just to watch DVDs on. I just watched the shit on my laptop. I don't know what it is. I just, I have to have that element in my home. Well, I technically have one, but it's not at my home. It's in someone else's home on the ground, and I haven't used it I throw in it years. On the ground. Well, and I mean, like, I would like to use it at some point because I do have a lot of PlayStation Two games that are calling my name. Ooh, dude, I don't care how more how advanced they get with video games and everything; they will never ever be as awesome as whenever I first started really getting into video games on like PS Two, Xbox. Like, fuck around, man. That those were just great games. Well, I mean, I try to play God of War sometimes. So good. And then, like, these <laughs> dragons on this ship keep, like, fucking me. And then I just play Katamari Damacy over and over and over again. <laughs> well, and those one of the best parts about those games back in the day, too, that, you know, it's kind of lost on the new ones. That it's like, if you couldn't get past a certain point, you were just fucking stuck there. Like, unless you wanted to be that little bitch and do the, and do the cheat codes. See, I don't even know how to do that. I did know how to cheat on The Sims for PC. Yeah. When I was in like high school. Oh yeah, no, I always remember put having... in Rosebud, you know, get all that money. Right. I always remember having like the PS2 game has like the the plastic cover, right? So you pop that open, and then you would sometimes, if you were lucky, and you rented the game from Blockbuster. Yeah. We're going that bar- that far back from Blockbuster. You would pop it open, and they didn't clean it out yet, and the cheat codes from the last guy are on notebook paper in the thing. It was a great time to be alive. Mm. I always felt like Blockbuster had a specific smell. Yeah, it was like that weird old popcorn at- that they sold there for some reason. Yeah, well, I hate popcorn. All popcorn? All popcorn. I hate it. All right, more for me. Fuck you. Right. No, Brittany loves it because she's just like, if I make a whole bowl of popcorn, that's just my popcorn. This is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, all you, baby. Because the way I look at it, it's just salted butter air that just still somehow gets stuck in my teeth. I'm not about it. What about like the cheddar flavors or the kettle Mm -mm. corn? Still, it's just fucking air and grease. And it's just and provides no sustenance. You can eat an entire fucking like gallon of popcorn and you're not going to feel full. Well, I get the fat chick kind. Yeah, I don't want that. No, it's I just, just want my candy and a big ass. It's soda. just low calorie, and I can eat a cup of it, and it's like, right. <laughs> it's like fifty calories, and I'm like tight. <laughs> well, and like my thing with movies, because I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. My thing is, give me some candy that is preferably gummy or peanut butter based, and then give me a big ass soda. I'm talking like if I don't have to take a piss by mid movie it wasn't big enough i want just a massive soda no you got to get the white cherry icy man oof i don't know that seems too cold well it melts a little (laughs) bit (laughs) well uh that's a good segue for this one if you guys want to email the fucking podcast email me what the fuck you eat at movies fuck it i don't give a shit nobody really emails us anyway i've got a few go fuck yourselves that's been fun i got a couple fuck you landry's that was fun too and then uh, I think I got one person that recommended a show we already did an episode of. So, you know. Amazing. Yeah. Great emails. Great emails. But like with the show, uh, w- would you say that it's like the, the how do how do I word this? 
the musical numbers did it really show that they took a lot of time and effort to make sure that the musical numbers are very much like the ones that they're pandering towards and things like that or I mean some of them seem to be pretty original and some of them are like you can totally tell what they're right. trying to spoof okay <laughs> there's one that's like so obviously from like Oklahoma like okay. the musical not not you know, here not where we are sitting right good old Tulsa yeah yeah yeehaw. downtown Tulsa we should probably make that caveat because if people are f- not from Tulsa they're like yeah I went to Tulsa once I didn't leave the airport you have not been to Tulsa and downtown Tulsa is its own thing South Tulsa can go and suck all the dicks but uh what what would you say is like so the bar the bar is called home base yes and how often does that place come up because I'm more of a I love bars and usually shows and like stuff. pretty much every episode yeah some I mean, a couple of the main characters work there. Oh, right on. Everybody hangs out there. Right. So it's essentially like the cheers of the show. Yeah, except it's like there's no logical explanation for why anyone would fucking hang out there that wasn't like a parent of a kid playing baseball except right. for. I kind of love mean, that, though. <laughs> the main characters are going there to visit the main character who works there. Oh, essentially. okay. He's their bartender friend. Well, fuck yeah. You know, he's been serving drinks to his high school friends his entire adult life. Right. You know, one of those classy gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, he makes a big deal about how he got into Emory, but his dad got sick, so. Okay. He does end up leaving for Emory at some point. Okay, cool. And then he comes back later, and it's totally a different actor playing him, <laughs> which they also just ham the fuck up. They're like, right. oh my God, it's like, is that even Greg? I don't even recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> More fourth wall breaks. So uh, <laughs> but They like, do so well with that. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy that. Well, and so, uh, wait, what was the, so it's called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. What was the main character or main actress's name? Um, her name is Rachel Bloom. She Rachel plays Bloom. Rebecca okay. Bunch. But in your opinion, though, just getting a vibe, you're definitely like, yes, totally bingeable. Absolutely. I, I have to pace myself because then I get too excited and that's all I listen to in the car. Yeah. Like, you know how your Spotify does like top songs of your year right, or whatever. Right, like recommended and all that. Yeah, like last year, it was just like all the fucking songs from that. <laughs> I also found a playlist of the instrumental versions. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was so bad for me because <laughs> as much as like drunk me thinks that like I can sing in public and it's like okay and not embarrassing. Like, right. Like it's pretty bad. <laughs> well, and yeah. I love the drunk mentality of just kind of like, I don't even know why I don't sing in front of people more often. I'm amazing at this. I could sing anything. I've got the moves. I know. I love karaoke. It's not about how well you can sing. Right. Like, do you have the moves? <laughs> right. I've definitely been drunk enough to think that I'm like, oh, my God, I should totally be like a professional singer. I'm nailing all of these notes. Like, I don't know why I haven't been cast like in a musical number already. I'm amazing. And then, of course, you wake up the next day and you're like, nope. Nope, I definitely took videos on my cell phone. I cannot sing. <laughs> I would never do that to myself. No, it was more along the lines of uh, you're taking a video of your friend singing, but then all you can hear in the microphone is you and your drunken, sloppy singing. <laughs> and it's 
real bad for the self-esteem and the ego. Oh, it's not <laughs> any better when I'm sober, buddy. <laughs> I promise you. Well, and so, hey, what do you think, dude? Do you have fun? Uh, I guess. I had to to look at you. That was bad. That was some bad shit, yeah. I'm not a big fan of of all of this area. You know, I look in the mirror, and it's a good thing. It's, like, from the shoulders up, because I'm like, I don't want to see all that. (laughs) Yeah, your mirror is unrealistically tiny. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, it matches the apartment. Like the rest of your fucking apartment, yeah. (laughs) Well, luckily, thanks to uh, all of this, this hard, hard work that I've been putting in, I'm luckily looking for a house right now, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to go look at it after this. Yeah, me and, the, me and the old lady, we're going to leave here and, and go, you know, check out this house. It's pretty fucking sweet. I'm so glad you're finally leaving your sad divorce apartment. Dude, it's so fucking sad. And it's definitely got just bartender written all over it. <laughs> yeah, it smells like a bar with a dog. Yep. And I don't even drink anymore, so do the math on that. I don't understand it. (laughs) It's just still there from all those years. It's the aura of the place, you know? (laughs) No, like, all that drool from when I've turned you on your side has just seeped (laughs) into the floor. (laughs) I'm going to check his pulse real quick. Yep, still alive. Okay, we can leave him. (laughs) Well, no, you always have to make sure that, like, sausage is laying against you to prop you up. Right. Sausage is the greatest dog. Oh, yeah. No, I was doing a Zoom meeting not too long ago with some friends of ours, and we were going over our project and everything like that. And Sausage got up, like, front paws in my lap and, like, stood there and was looking me in the eye, like, on camera. And I go, Like um, a goddamn angel. Right. I was like, uh, hi. And I just kind of look in the camera. I was like, Sausage says hi. And I swear to God, I didn't even get this much of a hey and everything when we started doing these meetings. They were just kind of like, oh, I missed that dog. I was like, you didn't even say you missed me, you fucking assholes. Because they don't. And they don't, yeah. And I stand by that. That's fair. <laughs> no, my entire World War II history class is on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody knows Alabama now because <laughs> she's very um, intrusive. Oh, yeah. No, in many ways. I've met that dog a thousand times. Still barks at me every time. Yeah, well. <laughs> I can't exactly, you know, falter on that one. So whatever. You barfed on mommy's carpet. <laughs> hey, if it makes her feel any better, I've barfed on my fair share of carpets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was only that one time, surprisingly. Yeah, right. We've definitely been, you know, shithouse wasted more than a few times. Hey, thanks for not letting me die. Yeah, dude, same. I've definitely been close a few times in my life. So thanks for keeping me, you know, on, on average. <laughs> mm. Thanks for always respecting what I want when I die. Yeah, right. (laughs) See, what was yours if the police try to help? I'm supposed to scream, don't touch him. He doesn't want this and shovel you into a trash can. Is that correct? Yep. Just throw me in the dumpster when I die or donate me to science because that could be a fun one. (laughs) Science doesn't want you. They don't. Unless it's to like, I wonder what happens if we do this to the human body. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, the shit gets wrecked. (laughs) Like, nobody wants any of my organs. I promise you that much. But as far as with the show and everything like that, uh, when is your next show after the one that you're doing for Evan? Like, uh, where can people catch you? Um, We're starting up the Starlight Comedy Night again, starting in June. Fuck yeah. I love the Starlight. So we're starting that again in June. I'm sure there will be other shit soon. Okay. I think somebody booked me on something already and I forgot. You know, it's your professionalism that has them booking you all the time. Just That's true. I think someone booked me. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I do that shit constantly. That's why Brittany has a calendar and she just goes. I was like, 
Babe, what are we? What am I doing next week? I don't know. Nothing on the calendar. Oh, well then, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but so Starlight coming up. Anything else? Any other projects? Um, I'm just working on work and school. Yeah, working on work and school, and not continuing to not hate myself. <laughs> it's I'm a in a good place. Job. Yeah. Sometimes the trash takes itself out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you had fun, and uh, we'll see when we can get you back on here. Sound good? Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Well, for uh, Miss Laura Cook, my name is Terrell Norton, and as always, if you hate the show, go fuck yourself. But if you like it, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Fuck Terrell. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys.